Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about red flags. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. say there are women who say they want vulnerability and then as soon as i actually cry not cute cry they're out i don't think there's some yeah if you cry in front of your girl like most women will lose respect for their man immediately you can't be making too many mistakes like that in a relationship you will be destroyed one who is capable of having a real relationship. I think that's a woman who says that she wants a real relationship, but hasn't grown enough to truly understand men. And truly understanding men might be understanding that there are some things you will or won't like, and also that there are parts of him that are very much not different from you at all. And if you're looking for someone who's bulletproof and strong all the time, then there's some growing up to do. Well, that isn't exactly true either right? Because a man is expected to be strong all the time. And if you as a man aren't strong like 99.99% of the time, like, if you as a man are crying on a regular basis, there's no way you'll ever have a stable relationship with a, with, with a girl, ever. Because you need to be the rock, not her. How do I find someone who's either playing at my level or someone who accepts my level, whether it's financially or what I've achieved in my life, the work that I do. That's something that, you know, is obviously a modern day thing. And I think a lot of people are asking, how do I find someone who's not intimidated by where I am in my life? Ah, this is classic womanese, right? So, the girl, right, she's quote-unquote strong, independent, and doesn't need no man, and thinks that men are intimidated by her career. No, that isn't what happens. In order for a girl to have a successful career, she has to become masculine. Men are not attracted to masculine women. Men don't care about your paycheck. Especially the men that women are interested in, the men that other men want to be and other women want to be with, those men, they're not interested in your paycheck. And so when girls say things to the effect of I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, what happens is men are repulsed by that. And then the women in response to save their own egos say the men are intimidated by them. No, men are not intimidated by you. That is your coping mechanism to deal with the fact that the men that you are interested in don't want you. All right, shitting time. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Share this video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Go to my Patreon, subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Agent on Tom M. Shout out to them. Just click more in the link in the description. Shilling is done. Let's continue. What do you mean by that? Be specific. That I earn more potentially. As a woman. As a woman. Yep. That I have a high status job. Not yep. everyone. 
but there's a decent amount of that of people worrying that they're either going to intimidate someone or they're proactively looking for someone that is playing at their level mm. yeah women are hypergamous what that means is women want a superior they want a man who's taller fitter faster stronger more money more friends better friends and the problem is this as a girl goes up in her career she wants a man who's even better than her. So let's say she becomes a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. Now she doesn't want a doctor or lawyer anymore. No, now it has to be the top doctor. Now it has to be the top lawyer. Now it has to be, you know, a CEO and only that will do. Well, obviously, that is a recipe for disaster. And why? Well, the pool is so small that she's not going to get that. Also, the years that's spent by women to become a doctor, to become a lawyer... To become these high-powered careers, well, as those years pass, the women go past their prime. Women are in their prime at 18 to 23. So imagine she's 28 to 35, is a doctor, and now she wants to marry the top doctor in her, you know, in her state. That's not going to happen. Because that doctor is going to marry a 20-year-old pretty girl that he can have children with right away. And he doesn't care about the bills. And she, you know, she cooks and cleans and is pleasant and feminine and cooperative. That's the girl that the guy is looking for. And then these girls wonder. They, they say, oh, the men are all intimidated by me. You know, uh, I'm too, st- I, I come off too strong. What am I doing wrong? What you're doing wrong is your life plan was wrong. You became a strong, independent woman and don't understand that that's not what men are looking for. Women, if, if a woman wants to get married... She needs to think this. What do the men that I want, want? And for men, you need to think the same. What do the women that I want, want? So what women want is a superior. They want a competitive, strong, successful man. They want a man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. That's what women want. So become that. Work on becoming that. It's hard sometimes to say whether that's because they want, they genuinely want someone who's playing at their level or because they're just worried that if they find someone who's not playing at their level, that person's going to have an issue with it. No, um, that's not it. Women are hypergamous. They don't even see the guys below her level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's the, uh, are women struggling to be attracted to guys that don't have that level of education, don't have that level of employment that they do? Are they, are they struggling to date down, so to speak? From an attraction point of view? Yes. Yes. I mean, look, there has to be some. I know that I've spoken to very... Very evasive answer. Nicely done, Matthew. Successful groups of business women mm. who are really playing at a high level. Yep. And... Sometimes in those circles, which by the way, I don't think a tip, you know, like the ultra, ultra high achieving, like Taipei, you're in that, like, you know, made millions of dollars. Like, that's a unique group of people. Right. But I have experienced being in those circles where one of the first things I get asked is, well, how do I find someone who is also, you know, playing at this level? And uh, you don't because you became the man that you're attracted to. And now that you've become a man, men aren't interested in you because you're a man. 
if a man wanted a man, he would date a man. You see what I'm saying? The very act of you becoming that girl, that person, the very act of you doing that has pushed the men away that you're actually interested in. The irony is that the girl that works at McDonald's down the street from the high-powered building you work in has a higher chance of getting that guy than you. That's the irony here. Because you have become the man. Whereas that McDonald's worker hasn't. So maybe she is fit, feminine, cooperative, bedroom fund, uh, uh, loyal, and submissive. Whereas you're definitely not. You, you might be fit, but you're certainly not the other things. Because if you were the other things, you would be married. And if you're submissive and cooperative and feminine, then how are you in a high-powered career? That doesn't... It doesn't jive. You have to be masculine in order to be highly competitive, successful, because you have to compete with men. And men in those fields aren't just going to let you take the the money, the resources from their mouth. You're going to have to take it. And I, I always feel like saying at that point, isn't surely the reason to achieve all of this is so that you can choose anyone you want. Only for men. Because that is a masculine achievement. For a girl to be in that high-powered career, she has had to fight men all the way to the top and effectively become a man. The equivalent journey for a girl is the following. Are you ready? It's totally different from men. So these women that are in the high-powered careers and have succeeded... They've effectively done the male hero's journey, there and back again, a hobbit's tale with Bilbo Baggins, right? They've, they went from being the lowly hobbit to, you know, going off on a grand old adventure, almost dying multiple times, seeing the dragon up close and taking the treasure and becoming someone great. And then coming back home and, of course, receiving the praise and admiration of the community, being someone different, being a hero now, and so on. And then retiring happy, right? That's the hero's journey. The women have done that. But that is not what a woman's journey is. If a man does that, he gets whatever girl he wants, right? But for a woman, it's, it's not like that. For a girl to get any guy she wants, she has to be the following. Fit, feminine, cooperative, submissive, and bedroom fund loyal. She has to be 18 to 23 years old, and she has to have an end count of zero. She has to be effectively an alpha female, right? And, sorry, to get any guy she wants, she has to be, a, you know, let's say an 8.5 out of 10 in attractiveness or higher. For girls that are sixes, you're still not getting that man, no matter what. But you'll get a high-quality, high-value man. You just won't get an apex man unless you're actually attractive on top of all of those things as well. A girl who's a 6.5 out of 10, she can get a, you know, a doctor, let's say, and marry him. But she's not getting Brad Pitt, except for a night. Doesn't matter if she has an end count of zero. Doesn't matter if, you know, she's virtuous and cooperative and submissive. Brad Pitt is so far above her, she has no chance, right? But she can get a doctor, and the doctor will be loyal to her and treat her well, and, and so on. 
You see? An alpha female is the woman that all women want to be and that all men want to be with. Different than an alpha male. Totally different. So no, Matthew is totally wrong and off base with this advice. Not so that you can kind of go, now that I'm in this top 0.5%, I need to find someone in that top 5% in a socioeconomic sphere. I, I always think that's a, to me, the reason to make money, the reason to build something or to just have a job that takes care of you and your family potentially is so that you never need that from another person. That's very masculine of you, Matthew, to, 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 to say, but women don't think like men. So, so Matthew is, is effectively turning on himself, right? He knows that he as an apex man doesn't care about a woman's providing potential, right? But women aren't like that. If a girl's providing potential is, let's say, a million dollars, she wants a man that makes a million five. A million, a millionaire won't do. Certainly a McDonald's worker won't do. Certainly the rules aren't going to be re- reversed and, she, and she, she's magnanimous and goes for a guy lower than herself, like a man would do. No, no, no. Definitely no. Because women are hypergamous by nature. That is their biology. The higher a girl attains, the higher she wants, which means the higher she gets, the harder it is for her to attain. And it's because men want feminine energy. And by going so far into the masculine sphere, you've actually eliminated your chances greatly of that ever happening. And then you're free. Then you can really go, who is it I actually want? Who do I admire? Very masculine. Who shows up powerfully in my life? Very masculine. And I think that, you know, sometimes I've seen people too narrowly define what they see as powerful. Yeah. Well, you can't change women's nature, which is why, as a woman, you need to be wise, right? That's why a girl can't go into a high-powered career if she wants a family. Because if she does, her own biology prevents her from having a family, statistically speaking. Which is why womanism is so destructive. It teaches women, you're strong and independent. You don't need no man, right? Become independent. Be a competitive, productive member of society like a man. But if you follow this, if you listen to this, if you internalize this as a woman, your life is forfeit. You're basically throwing your genes in the trash because men won't want to date you because you're a man. And if a man wanted to date a man, he would date a man. An attraction. Well, you know, fundamentally, there are uh, certain elements of attraction for men and for women, women tends to be status and resources for men it tends to be youth and and fertility and looks these things aren't completely unmalleable you can change these things you can nudge your preferences um but yeah i can see how no you you really can't i mean uh, maybe maybe slightly maybe five percent one way or another maybe you could right but to change male or female nature in any serious way to change biology when we're not much different to our, you know, uh, 
60,000, sorry, 200,000 year old ancestors is utterly ridiculous hogwash. You can't uh, brainwash yourself into changing the way that your brain fundamentally is wired. You can't brainwash yourself and stop breathing air. You can't brainwash yourself and stop eating food. You can't brainwash yourself into not being, as a man, attracted to youth, fertility, and, and beauty, and, you know, low end count. And as a, as a woman, being attracted to a winner. But the stronger as a girl you are, the more of a winner you require. Because he has to be a winner in comparison to her. Because women are solipsistic. They don't think statistically. They don't think, this guy is top 20, so he's okay. Even though I'm top 0.5. She doesn't think that. She thinks, I'm top 0.5, he has to be top 0.1. He has to be two points better than me. And some women, idiotically, go into those fields doctor, lawyer, whatever, because they want to marry a doctor or a lawyer, not understanding that becoming a lawyer lowers your chances of marrying a lawyer. They don't understand that. They think that because I'm attracted to lawyers, if I become a lawyer, he must also be attracted to lawyers. That's not how men work. That's not what men are attracted to. That's the fundamental problem here. Or increasing female achievement would mean that they do have that reduced pool of men. So if those are the things with regards to what women want, what else has changed? What have been the biggest changes from when you've been interacting with your clients, the dating landscape generally that have happened from when you started until now? Look, when I started, you know, 15 years ago, the apps weren't a thing. Right. Dating sites were, but it was still there was a kind of almost a, you didn't want people to know you were on a dating site. You might have been on one, but you didn't talk about it. That's gone. Like no one's worried. People hate dating apps a lot of the time. They yeah. Women hate them. And why? Because they have access to the lollipop, but the lollipop never sticks around. The candy is there and you can have it, but you can only have it for a day. You can't have it every day. That's the problem. They get access to those chads they actually want, but those chads don't want them because they don't meet the criteria for relationships with those chads. They're burned out on them. They Indeed. They don't want to necessarily be there, but there's not the shame that goes with like, I'm on Hinge, I'm on Tinder, I'm on... It's just, it's like this thing I have to do and I sort of resent having to do it that's how that's a lot of people's relationship with it so yeah more like this i resent that i can't date marry and make monogamous the chads that i can have one night stands with wednesday for 20 minutes so that's changed the relationship with it is not i'm hiding it it's just i don't want to have to do it what I think is newer because I, you know, I was, I've thought about this. I've thought, is there anything new to add to the conversation of what's changed in dating? But 
the looks aspect might have changed. Never have we been so capable of having the tools to change how we look online. For women. To modify their appearance so much that they're unrecognizable and it feels like you're getting catfished every time. Yeah. Especially at an older age, they do that. On our Instagram, on our profiles. That is like, we, so there were some people that maybe years ago were really quite adept at making themselves look their best. In person. In when they were posting pictures even like oh well both in person and and in their dating profiles but i remember match.com back years ago i don't know if they still say it but they used to say you know i think they had like 18 slots for uploading photos and their whole thing was the more photos you upload the more trust you're building and people will really essentially get a good look at you and it's going to result in more matches and the less you have, the more it's like people are like, wait, how do they look? And do they? I don't know that that holds true anymore. It actually it doesn't because most people don't have the uh, attention span to look through 18 pictures nowadays. If people can't watch a minute long video, then they, they can't like <laughs> they certainly can't look at 18 pictures. Also, if you as a man post a lot of pictures on your dating profile, What's going to happen is it gives the woman more ammunition with which to to um with with which to disqualify you. If she doesn't like one of those eighteen pictures, you're getting disqualified. So the less pictures you have, the less opportunity she has to actually disqualify you. So ironically, if you're less attractive, you should put less pictures. I know it's it's as as a man, I know it's funny, but that's that's the way. Because these days someone can have an entire Instagram profile man or woman, and you just don't know what they look like Indeed. until you meet them in person. We have so many tools now to change how we look. And that has different implications. For one, it's sort of homogenized looks. So if everyone is trying to look, if like we've decided that this is what the fashionable look is right now, then everyone sort of starts molding or not everyone but a lot of people start molding themselves to look like that so there's that's what women do that's typical girl behavior is to follow what the herd does if the herd says short bob haircuts are in fashion they all do it if the herd says we should wear short skirts they do it if the herd says we should wear you know uh, we should leave our waists open they do it if the herd says we should do, you know, we should paint the fourth nail a different color and all the other nails a different color, they do it. And they all do it. I mean, you know, obviously not all, but you get what I'm saying. Herd mentality. Men are much more individualistic than all that. It's so a kind of, in the same way that globalization meant that every town you showed up to had a, a Starbucks and a this and a that, and every town started looking the same. I feel like that's happened with people online. There's like a globalization of looks. That's right. It also means that we have this standard, not just we, we have more insecurity about ourselves and our looks because we're looking at everyone else going, I don't look like that. But it's also created this crazy standard when it comes to what we're looking for. That's exactly right. 
Very nice, Matthew, that you pointed this out. But that is exactly right. The reason why girls, like, standards are through the roof, even if they're average at best, is because they see all these guys online and assume that they have access to those men. When they don't, they might have access to 20 of his minutes on a Wednesday. Who we're looking for. Because we are now looking, we're like chasing this image that, that isn't even that person. And I, I, I find it's true of everything in life now. It's like true of Santorini. You, like Santorini can't compete with Instagram Santorini. That's right. <laughs> I saw pictures yesterday on Instagram of New England in the fall. Now, Audrey and I have, like, we're excited to go to New England in the fall. I've been here a long time. Audrey's newer to the States. And I want to, like, show her the East Coast in the fall time. And I was about to... By the way, notice. What does a man want to do with his wife? He wants to give her new experiences. He wants to teach her the world. He wants to show her the world. Men value inexperience. You see that? Even Matthew does. Show her these photos of New England in the fall. And then I was like, something doesn't look right about these photos. There were these pinks that were insane. I was like, they, they can't that. And then I started looking at the comments and there were just so many people going, I live in New England and it is beautiful in the fall, but it looks nothing like none this. None of these pinks. I don't know where they've come from. Yeah. And so when you look at that, you go, oh, that's a real shame. That's right. You cannot compete with somebody's highlight reel. You cannot compete with somebody's fake pictures that aren't reality. Now, here's something I want to say. And this is a big recommendation for you guys. Just don't use social media. <laughs> like, honestly, that is one of the best ways to improve your self-esteem. Instead of using social media, work on improving yourself in every way and becoming a superior man. And you'll see that while everybody else is, you know, are feeling like crap because they're comparing their lives to people's highlight reels, your life becomes a highlight reel and you're not even comparing yourself to other people. You're comparing yourself to yourself because you're not constantly posting stuff to engage in the online rat race. All right. Anyway, we're going to end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Share this video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash books. Go to my Patreon, subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. Drop me a donation like Hunter Rem, Adrian R, and Tom M. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.